At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. On a Monday night here on the Nightcap alongside Super Bowl champion Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and we are not super happy. The baseball pentathlon is upon us here on VEASAN. Sean and I and Aaron Oster, our producer, we're working together as a team to come up with some winners. And every show across the network has given out some plays I like the competitive juices that are flowing, but unfortunately for us, an opportunity to take the lead, Sean King, was snatched from our grasps as we took first five under in Phillies, Cardinals. It was one to nothing heading into the bottom of the fifth. Aaron Nola on the hill. He gave up three runs and a loser for us. And now... We actively cheer against everybody else on the network the remainder of the night. A couple games still uh, still going on that uh, have implications, but uh, kind of a mixed bag so far. But unfortunately, Sean, we, uh, we end up 0-1, minus one unit. We took some plus money right there. And let me say this. one nothing headed into the bottom of the fifth. I would have rather have been dead wrong than to lose like that. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better situation. We got under three and a half. It's 1-0, bottom of the fifth. Aaron Nola, the Phillies' ace, is on the mound. I mean, he shut the, the Cardinals out through four innings. All we need is three outs. And if it could go wrong, it went wrong. <laughs> if it could go wrong, it went wrong. It's got man on, no outs. Pujols is at the plate. Pujols hits the seed right to the shortstop. Phillies can't turn the double play. Base hit, no chance of throwing a runner out at home. Instead of going to second, keeping it to a single, they throw the ball home, guy gets on second. Get another base, get another double. So now it's 2-1. Now the sweat's really on. A guy comes to the plate that's hitting 167 on the year, batting average. Breaks his bat, hits a bloop single over the first baseman's head. Well, slight setback for a greater comeback. 
We weren't the only program that lost, but I felt really good about our play. It was plus 105. So even if everybody won, we'd have had a slight, slight lead. advantage. And that's right. We'll, we'll get them back tomorrow. So tomorrow we have to pick a favorite and an underdog. Yeah. Okay. Can uh, Aaron, can you hit up Goulet and see, does it have to be a full game or it can it be first five? It has to be a full game. And uh, I am looking, you know where no, I'm looking at. No. I've so no. I've got three hours to convince Tim Murray that the Reds are the play tomorrow. No. The Reds are the play tomorrow, plus 240. No. I might just let you do it. I might just let you do it so I can watch them lose. Hey, they just swept the Rays. By They're the way, feeling good. Can we, can we tell the people what my suggestion was tonight? Now, I agreed. Mm-hmm. I was not tied behind my back. I agreed to the play. I like the plus money. But can we just can we just let the people know? What what my, my he wanted to go uh, Braves Mets under first five and I actually wasn't against that play but when he sent the text to me I was asleep <laughs> and so when I woke up I read my text message I had ninety nine mixed text uh mixed texts unbelievable I don't know why it was so popular today I actually responded either play works both good plays but I guess Aaron had already sent in. Phillies, Cardinals, no, first five under three I and had, half. I had agreed. Uh, yeah, but you see, I did respond when I woke up and said either play works. So I wasn't against that play. People, people. But by, by the way, time stamp on the re- on the reply from Sean King, a grown man with four children, was at one twelve p.m. What in? I had text earlier. God's- Didn't I text earlier that day? The uh, the first five under. Phillies Cardinals? You did. So I was up. And then you went back to Yeah, sleep. And I, I went and took a nap. <laughs> what are you, a teenager? No, nah, man. Kids are in uh, church camp. Faith had to go take her best friend to, uh, to the airport. They're flying to Hawaii, so I was home by myself. So I was like, let me utilize this time to, to catch up <laughs> on some rest. Well, uh, it's unfortunate. We thought, thought we had it, uh, but uh, we, we will... Uh, we will Look to a look. Now we have to actively cheer against uh, Adam Burke and Greg Peterson, Hoops Peterson, both of them on the over in the Padres Rockies game. That is two to one in the fifth. Who knows what happens in Coors Field? By the way, Brad Evans, our good friend, is at this game. So you know he's probably cheering for runs. Hey, you know what stinks? There were, uh, let's see here. Odds on had Phillies Cardinals under seven and a half. They got every break. To keep the game at seven. Six to one was the final, by the way. Uh, Cardinals get the win over the Phillies. I thought somebody else had a full game. No, nobody else did. Okay. Yep. So, so now we're rooting against the Edge, who have Braves, Mets under seven. Braves just had second and third in the bottom of the eighth. A single ties the game at three. And, of course, uh, Lindor makes a tremendous play. Mets get out of the inning. Primetime action has Mets, Braves under, under seven, seven and, and a half. half. They actually got a better number than odds on. And then, as you said, Adam Burke, Greg Peterson have Rockies, Padres over 11 and a half. That game actually closed at 12, so. Yeah. It doesn't will. take much in Colorado to no. get, get a lot of runs going. going. Yeah. I just, I'm so frustrated because I know I had the right play for us. I mean, come on. 1-0, bottom of the fifth. We have under three and a half, first five. No. Phillies have their ace, Aaron Nola, on the mound. It'd be different if it was one of these slappies. 
And Nola just falls apart. Like, he's been throwing. He's been fastball heavy through four, and the Cardinals can't catch up to it. They can't get anything going. All of a sudden, bottom of the fifth, he starts working on his curve. And they slap two of those for doubles. And I'm like, come on, Aaron. Like, really? You couldn't wait to the bottom of the sixth to go into experiment mode? Yeah, it's unfortunate. (sighs) But the Mets have one on. That game's 3-1. They're capable of having a big inning. So, uh... I want our guys on the edge, and I want our guys primetime action to have to sweat this out a little bit. And I want somebody else to see what it feels like to get crushed tonight. I was feeling good, man. I was keeping tabs on it. I was driving into work. I, don't, I, I used to have the, uh, the MLB radio app. I got rid of it this year, and I was just watching the, I was watching the game tracker, which is very safe to do while driving. Right. And uh, then Aaron texts us. Sweating. That was the mush. I'm like, I think we were fine until Aaron texts. We had not communicated at all. I did not say a word. I didn't say a word. I was watching the game. I didn't say a word. All of a sudden, I get a text from Aaron Sweat. I was like, why? Yeah. So can we officially say he mushed us? I don't think think that's a mush if you're saying you're sweating. If he had said, like, man, we got this in the bag, one nothing, going to the bottom of the fifth, I would say – Saying sweating is not a mush. I feel like I'll take full responsibility for the loss because of my suggestion. But I feel like I had us on the right game. You did, no. Now, rush hour, now that's a different story. <laughs> they took White Sox Guardians under five for first five. The Guardians scored five in the first. But betting across America, Applebaum and Pritch and company went over. I'm glad they won because they didn't give our show or their show any baseball respect. We were plus 800, plus 1100, so we're a team. So Pritch and Josh, if it's not us, it's got to be you guys, so we're pulling for them. I'm not pulling for anybody. I'm trying to win this, Oh, me too. I got us tomorrow. You just got to believe in the Reds. By the way, I'll let you do it because when they lose. Hold on, hold on. They they have a couple lines that aren't out yet. When they lose. They have a couple lines that aren't out yet. You're really going to bet with your Dumpster fire of a franchise. And they just swept the Rays. Yeah, I know. When they play JV competition, they play well. Wow. Oh, I'm just, I mean, when, you know, when the Rays win a championship. Yeah, but I mean, the Rays are a pretty darn good organization mm, now. Swept by the, only thing that has swept e, by the Reds. only thing has eluded them is a World Series pennant. They all, I won is, the AL. all I know is the Nationals went to Cincinnati, took three or four, and the Rays can't be. I think the, the Rays have, what, two AL titles? if I'm not mistaken, because they lost to the Phillies in the World Series and the Dodgers, right? Yeah, so I think they got two, which is awesome, man. Coming out of that division with the Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays, just getting into the playoffs is a struggle. All right. Um, so this is it's, it's been fun. This is the baseball yeah. pentathlon. Keep it was it. fun up until the bottom of the fifth. It was. I was prepared to peacock at uh-huh. the highest level of peacocktivity. You have no idea. I started taking notes. I can't believe. You. No way you could tell me Aaron Nola would be the reason that this didn't hit. <laughs> <sighs> Unbelievable. Oh, man. Well. And if you, he gives up two, hole. we still cover. We had a two-run cushion with I the know. Phillies ace on the mound. Just three outs. Couldn't get there. Couldn't get there. And he got to one out without giving up any runs and didn't give up any home runs, which is just – it's not really a rational way to look at this. It just wasn't our night. It just wasn't meant to be. But again, small setback for a greater comeback. I'm really thinking we might roll with the Reds tomorrow. Oh, God. 
I want to see the rest of the odds, but I'm really thinking my Reds will come through for us. And the, right now, they're the only big favorite on the board. So that plus underdog. 240 would be, I mean, big underdog on the board. That plus 240 would be huge. It's a whole lot of games tomorrow that almost pick them right now on the numbers. So. Gonna fade Garrett Cole at Yankee Stadium hey. with the Reds. Just make sure find out if first five counts if you take doesn't, the underdog. Doesn't count. It might. It, doesn't. it counted on the totals today. Why wouldn't it count on the underdog? It's the same thing. I'm seriously gonna let you do it. I'm gonna let him do it. And when the Yankees win eleven to nothing, and I'll just come in laughing. <laughs> All right, uh, we got Summer League going on here in town and a big name not on the floor tonight. What does that do for the Rookie of the Year odds? We'll talk about that next. Up and running, it is the nightcap here on VC. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zyn.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N dot slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King... I am Tim Murray, fresh off the weekend. <laughs> Got ourselves a summer league going on. We do. That's set down at Thomas and Mac, man. Once again, tremendous. I believe, word on the street, we may later in the week be heading down there. So we'll uh, Sweet. So we'll, uh, we'll let the people know. That would be pretty cool to head down there. Summer league goes through this weekend, wraps up this weekend. I want to get to something about summer league here in just a moment, but uh, just a reminder, uh, last week, it was the NFC North. This week, we were doing the NFC South, Sean, in the summer conditioning. And we're also going to do a Power 5 conference a day. P5 a day, like your vitamins. Just one segment, a little a little appetizer. You know, in less than seven weeks, Sean, we will have college football. That week zero, 
and then in eight weeks, Labor Day weekend with that full slate of action. So a little uh, wet your whistle, so to speak, on some college football. We'll do the Big 12 today, uh, but it is the New Orleans Saints today. Your guy, Jameis. We will do that in the next hour. And uh, the British- He's up for comeback player of the year, too, by the way. Yeah. Because he was injured last year. Yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are uh, intrigued by that option. Oh. Um, and Michael Thomas up for up comeback player of the year. Is he back? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> All right. Um, we are going to keep our eyes on a lot of these uh, these games. Uh, once again, we have the uh, baseball pentathlon going on all week. The champion will be announced on Friday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. Uh, Follow the Money crew started 0-1, so they're just like us. They had Marlins Pirates. They got unlucky too, man. Brad Keller, I mean, Keller pitched the – he was, you know how Patrick Corbin did? They had the over. I'm sorry. They had right. the over. You know how Patrick Corbin did? That's what Keller did today. Yeah. I mean, he went like eight innings almost. <laughs> like, God. It was a sweat there. They almost got it. It was 6-1 final. Uh, so they almost got there. But un- unfortunately, or I guess for us, fortunately, uh, we're not the only ones uh, waiting. So a couple other games we're keeping our eyes on. Uh, as, uh, as I know a lot of guys, primetime action and... The edge right now are hoping that the Mets can close this thing out in the bottom of the ninth. So as we kind of put a bow on this, you have yeah. to remember each bet is only a hundred bucks. It's a hypothetical hundred. Mm-hmm. So guys that like betting across America, they took the over in the Guardians White Sox over nine. It's already over nine, but it's minus one twenty. Yeah. So so they bet a one twenty to win a hundred. I imagine, right? I no, I thought it. No, it's a. 100 oh, okay. to win, what is it, okay. 80 or something? So we could catch up if the Reds handle business tomorrow. Because I promise we'll be the only team to take the Reds tomorrow. Yeah, because that would be moronic. I don't know if I want to do it yet. I'm gonna, let me think about I'm it. I'm going to let you do it. Uh, let me think about no, it. Because you know I'll be I just want to see, what all, the, I wanna see what all the numbers are. Because they don't have a lot of baseball numbers out for tomorrow. They got a majority of them. We'll get to that later. Um, but I mentioned Summer League going on. It's the who's who of town. You're seeing everybody, you know, down uh, on the strip. I know Sean was probably partying with him all weekend long. I was. So uh, I slept today to <laughs> one something. <laughs> but what's really interesting, so Paolo Boncaro is not playing in tonight's Oklahoma City Thunder Orlando Magic game. The Magic have decided just one game, we're good. I thought it was two. Is it two? I think it was two games that he played. But whatever it is, he is. Uh, yeah, because the second game, remember the team they were playing hit like the two threes at the end. The yeah, because they, play, they played on Thursday. Yeah. Night, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So this would be the this would be their third game. So he played on on Thursday and then on Saturday, and they've shut it down, which isn't that uncommon. Yeah. But these big time picks usually they don't play into the playoffs. That's why I thought it was so interesting when people were you know betting you know Chet or whoever to win MVP. I'm like, you gotta pump the brakes a little bit. These guys probably aren't going to play a ton. Um, so Paolo's done after two games. Chet is playing tonight as the Thunder lead by seven. Right now, Chet, 15.6 boards, uh, one block, bunch of turnovers tonight uh, for Chet. Excuse me, 12 points, 12 and six right now for Chet. Uh, it, what's really fascinating to me is when you look at rookie of the year, the odds really vary, and I think tomorrow we'll do more of the comparison shopping uh, when you look at different shops around town, Chet is now the favorite at plus 350 at DraftKings. Palo's at plus 400. Jabari Smith has dropped down to plus 650, which it feels like a bit of an overreaction. 
And then Jaden Ivey at 5-1. to one. I think I'm going to bet at some point Palo to win Rookie of the Year. I, I just think I think that situation, Sean, I think his skill set. Remember, you know, I wasn't going on a massive limb, but during the whole draft process, you and I were in agreement that Palo's skill set right now felt like the most NBA-ready. Now, the ceiling on Chet or Jabari might be a little bit higher, but I felt like immediate impact, and then I like the fact that he's going to Orlando, where he's going to be, and more like more than likely, the, the top option. You know, he got Wagner, and we'll see what Suggs brings to the table next year, but I think Palo, I kind of like that he's out now, and maybe Chet could go off here. Maybe we can get some more Jaden Ivey games, because I'm, I'm hoping we get a little... Uh, little regression in the odds here because I, I, I'm going to ultimately, I think, fire on Palo to win this award. I probably need more than 4-1. to one. The best I but saw I today was plus 425. Yeah, but I agree. The thing is, Chet's good games are going to be so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to stand out. Well, and that's the thing, too, is Chet in this setting where I mean, he's, what, top five most talented player, if not top three in this league. So it's set up for him to be successful, and he has been. He was successful in Salt Lake City. He's had some good games here in Vegas. So keep balling out, Chet. And I think Jay Nye is going to be a lot like Anthony Edwards. Yeah. He's going to have some nights where he does some things that have him leading, you know, all of the the, the post-NBA, like, uh, sports shows because from a highlight standpoint. Oh, yeah. Remember when Anthony Edwards dunked on that uh, one dude? Yeah. Like, Jaden's going to have a couple of those. He looks explosive. He looks like this NBA game fits more. So that's the only kind of thing that worries me slightly with Paolo is I think Paolo's just going to be a stat stuffer. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be flirting with double-doubles almost every night and triple-doubles probably every fourth or fifth game. Not the 30-point variety, but 17 points, eight boards, five assist type. You know, I think he's going to be that kind of player. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Jaden does have Cade Cunningham, obviously, on that same Which helps roster. him because it takes the ball handling pressure off of him. I think it helps him, but I do think that ultimately does Cade take away from, you know, some of his shine. I don't think so. I think they're going to play excellent together. I do, too. I and think the Pistons should be a fun team to watch. I do, year. too. With Duran. And then uh, don't forget they have uh, the kid from Duke. Who played much better when he finally got out of Sacramento? Um, oh yeah, Bagley. Bagley, Marvin Bagley. I mean, he looked like deserving of a, a top ten pick when he got to Detroit. So, I mean, and then you take Jeremy Grant's shots out of there. So it's a lot of shots left to go around in in Detroit. I, I would be buying Detroit stock. I think they're one of those teams that's sort of like the Pelicans, the uh, Grizzlies, the T Wolves, who are like on the uptick. Yeah, I'd be curious to see you know when we start to get these season win totals, what the Pistons will be. Because I think that's going to be a team that's going to have some buzz. They're going to take their lumps, no doubt about it. Uh, but we know Dwayne Casey's a good coach. Uh, you know, his time in Toronto was was quite successful uh, prior to him getting uh, getting the boot for Nick Nurse. But, yeah, the the Summer League being here, it was, it's, it's kind of fun watching these games. I know producer Aaron Oster was there over the weekend. He You get to go to these games, Sean. You get to take in. Big time prospects, big time players all over the place. It's it's great, and you know we are uh, hopefully going to be heading down there. I think later this week, which will be great to to check out the scene, feel. It's not going to be the same. 
what, last weekend was the best weekend? Yeah, all the guys will be gone by the time we get there. I mean, the meeting's over. The guys are, I mean, they've, they've done Vegas for like four nights. But, I mean, hey, we'll go. Last night of the regular season, baby. Yeah, we'll go. We'll have some fun. Yeah, we got some more W's to write. We got a final. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the edge comes through. Braves-Mets under seven. Primetime action comes through. Braves-Mets under seven and a half. So, so far in the baseball pentathlon, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six winners in the books. Odds on, betting across America, the edge, primetime action, the look ahead. And uh, and Wes just riding solo, Wes Reynolds. So, uh, six winners, three losers so far. A numbers game, Gill's show, has D-backs, Giants, under eight. That is scoreless in the top of the third. I mean... Might as well just lock that. Should we just put the check mark in now? Yeah, most yeah, just, just I like it. Check mark in now. And then Adam Burke and Hoops Peterson both have over in the Padres Rockies. It won't be only baseball pentathlon talk. We got the British Open coming up in Scotland. We'll talk to Brady Cannon next. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. And a weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500. In total cash prizes, head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon. Now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink. Responsible. Alongside Sean King... Soon to be Greater New Orleans Hall of Famer. I am Tim Murray. We're keeping our eyes on a lot of baseball games with the baseball pentathlon going on here at VEASAN. But also this week, a must listen every week in my opinion, but definitely as we head into a major, the Long Shots podcast with Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, and as they say sometimes in the open, and sometimes Matt Humans. Uh, Brady Cannon joins us right now at Las Vegas Golfer. Brady Always a pleasure. St. Andrews, uh, the site of the Open Championship this week. I'll start with the obligatory Tiger Woods question. I think here where we sit at Circa, it's like 140 to 1. I know he loves this course. When you look at Tiger Woods, to make or miss the cut is around a pick maybe a slight you know, dog for him to make the cut. What's your outlook on Tiger heading into St. Andrews this week? Well, you know, I actually have a little Tiger future in my pocket. Um, yeah, I, and I don't necessarily think he's going to win, but I, but I think he's got a shot. And I got him at 85-1, to 1, which uh, a couple weeks ago was the best price. Uh, you mentioned he uh, reopened today at circa at 140-1. to 1. That's correct. And he's been since bet down. He's now down to about 110 or 100-1. to 1. And and I think 100 is a pretty fair price on Tiger. Uh, some people will tell you he should be priced, you know, 300 to 1. But um, I, I think we all know the storyline here. He knows this course better than pretty much anybody in the field. He's won here twice before. Um, he's won, you know, he has an uh, incredible record at all the correlated courses. If you look at how people have done at the Masters, it, it matches up extremely well with how people have performed at St. Andrews. And we know what Tiger's done at the Masters, of course. So, you know, everything kind of makes sense. 
the question is his health. And can he walk this course for 72 holes? And it's the flattest course he's played all year. It's not a difficult course to watch or to walk. And he has all that course history and course knowledge. So, you know, everything kind of sets up pretty well if he can leg it out, (laughs) no pun intended, if he has the leg strength uh, to make it for four days. I think the best bet you can make, Tim, and it's been true for all the majors so far that he's played in this year, and that's Tiger to make the cut. And I think he'll make the cut again. If he makes the cut, I think he's got a chance to finish top 20. That's maybe the best he could do, but... You could argue if he's going to finish top 20, then he's got a shot. And again, if the legs hold up, I, I, I took a very small flyer play on him because I didn't want to miss out like I did in 2019. I think he's got an outside shot. You know, Brady, what's interesting is he seems to be taking this more serious from a preparation standpoint than he did the two previous majors. I mean, he seems to have been practicing on this style of course. He seems to have been there, what, for two weeks already playing practice rounds. Uh, how much of that factors into your opinion of how we will ultimately do in the Open? I think it's a good point you make, Sean, and I agree with you. It does seem like he is taking this more seriously, and it's probably twofold. You know, we talked about his love for the golf course. I really only think there's probably two golf courses in the world that he can win on anymore, and that's Augusta National and St. Andrews. Um, and, of course, he's had, you know, since the Masters, he's had – three or four months additional time to heal. So maybe he truly feels that this is the best shot he's going to have, uh, at least for a while maybe, to win another major championship. And, and that probably plays into why he is being a little bit more serious about that. And, and that's good for Tiger backers, whether you're, whether you're betting him to make the cut or, or to win the whole thing. Again, to win the whole thing is certainly a very long shot and, and, a, and a Disney movie in the making, I guess. But um, I, I agree with you. I, I, I think Tiger's going to play well. So one last thing. So let's just say you had 10 units available. One unit on him to win it all. Uh, let's say maybe seven units on him to make the cut and the other two to finish top 20. Would that be like a good – Way yeah, to approach it? I don't, I don't think that's bad. I mean, yeah, it, it, I, I think, yes, the bulk of your risk or, or wager on Tiger Woods, I would definitely put towards making the cut. And I think that's a very good bet. Um, top 20, certainly a little bit more risky, and a win uh, to win the whole thing should be a very funny money, low-risk bet, in my opinion. We're talking to Brady Cannon. Check out the long shot. Should be available sometime tomorrow afternoon, early evening. Uh, Brady, uh, Wes, and uh, who, by the way, Wes, we, you know, I, I just give credit to the podcast because I know how you guys work so hard, Brady. And when one of you wins, we all win. So Wes has been hot. You're going to get hot here uh, soon, no doubt about it. So let's 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 take a look at some of those favorites uh, and just kind of. And I know you guys will break it down more in depth, but when you look at the top of the of the uh, market, you've got Rory as the favorite, uh, depending on where you look here at Circa, around 11 or so to 1, 9 to 1 at DraftKings, Xander at 12 to 1, Scotty Scheffler at 14 to 1, Justin Thomas 16 to 1, Jordan Spieth and uh, John Rahm both sitting at 16 to 1. Uh, th- those are just the, you know, the top six guys of the, of the short shots, so to speak, as you guys will say on your pod. Who jumps out at you atop that, you know, uh, favorites board? Well, I did play a couple of them. I, I played Jordan Spieth and Scotty Scheffler. 
Uh, Rory McIlroy, you could argue, is the best player in the world right now. Scheffler, of course, is ranked number one. Um, but some would say Rory's uh, in the best form uh, of anybody right now. Uh, John Rahm, obviously, is playing very good golf. He's been down a little bit this year. Colin Morikawa is last year's champ. I don't think he's going to go back-to-back. Justin Thomas is a guy that really has never played that well at the Open Championship. Xander Shoffley is a guy that's just on fire. He's won like three times in the last, you know, three weeks or something like that. Um, but I, I landed on Spieth, who's got a tremendous Open record, and, and Scotty Scheffler in his very first Open Championship finished eighth last year. And I go back to the Augusta connection. Obviously, he's won there in this past year. And he's also got two top 20 finishes at Augusta National. Um, we know Jordan Spieth's record at the Masters is absolutely incredible. And, and I mentioned his open record is very strong with a win in 2017. And as far as Spieth, I, I think he flourishes when he is able to be creative and use his artistry. Uh, you know, many players are, I think Bubba Watson is kind of like that. Phil Mickelson, I believe is like that. And, and I think that is Jordan Spieth's strength. Uh, when he, when he is able to use the skill set that he has, that is more of an artist rather than a scientist, if you will. And, and I think the open championship caters to that links golf, uh, makes you imagine. And, and I think that's why Jordan Spieth is so good at it. So, so I went with Spieth and another fellow Texas Longhorn and then Scotty Scheffler, who, I think just seems to be in contention all the time. And I think we're going to find out not too long from now that this guy is really, really good. And by the way, just last month, he finished second at the U S open. So uh, those were two, my, my two shortest shots that I played this week. Talking once again to Brady Cannon, Brady, what about Will Zalatoris? He's that, he he feels like he's that one just on the cusp, right? T six or excuse me. Yeah. T six at the masters second at the PGA T two at the U S open. You mentioned masters, and St. Andrews kind of playing uh, similarly. Uh, he was second at the Masters last year. So he's around 30 to 1. You could find a little bit longer uh, at some spots. Uh, at some point, is Will Zalatoris going to get over that hump and win his first major? I, I think for sure. The, the kid's incredible, and, I, and I'm really a fan. I love watching him. Uh, and I don't think 30 to 1 or higher is a bad bet to make. And you talked about it, you know, how well he's done at Augusta, how well he's done at the majors. He certainly seems built for this. And, and this course, I think, should cater to him really well. He, he's a big driver of the golf ball. He sprays it around a little bit, but these fairways are massive, like they are at Augusta. So he shouldn't have a problem finding the fairway. Uh, you know, one of the knocks on Will Zalatoris is his putter, but the greens are very slow for a British Open, uh, much different than the typical greens we see week to week on the PGA tour so putting should be neutralized a little bit the only part that worries me a little bit about Will Zalatoris is just the lack of experience he played in the open last year and had to withdraw with injury so didn't even get to complete the tournament and he's never been to St. Andrews prior to this so uh, that's really my the only thing that kept me off Will Zalatoris is he's still a little bit green as far as the British Open goes Hey, Brady, we got 30 seconds. The name of your podcast is The Long Shot. So give us a, a long bomb that, you, uh, that you've put out there. Yeah, I mentioned Tiger. He's a long shot. Um, 
I'll, I'll give you one that I, I think is certainly a, a worthy long shot, and that's Adam Scott. I played him at 125 to one, and Adam Scott's been playing pretty darn good golf. He finished fourth at Riviera earlier earlier this year, and he just finished 14th at the U.S. Open. Of course, he's a former Masters champion as well. So, Adam Scott at 125 to one was uh, certainly a bomb that I took. Check out the Long Shots podcast, a must-must listen, especially during major weeks. Brady, we always appreciate it, and uh, best of luck this week. Thank you as always, guys. Have a good night. There he is, Brady Cannon. Check out the Long Shots. Should be out tomorrow in the evening. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Starting today, we are having our first ever baseball betting pentathlon here at VEASAN. Every show and baseball analysts will be making five baseball bets over the span of the next four days to determine who at VEASAN is the best at betting on baseball. Today's bet we have made on the total. Sadly for us, it did not come home. Bad beat. Follow us at VEASAN Live for daily updates on who is leading the winner. will be announced on Friday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Follow the Money. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Thanks to Brady Cannon, as always, uh, for joining us. Uh, We have got a couple games left in the pentathlon. We've been keeping tabs on it. We, unfortunately, had a good bet, bad result. First five under, three and a half, and Phillies Cardinals, one nothing heading into the bottom of the fifth. Aaron Nola on the hill for the Phils. Three runs in the bottom of the fifth. Loser for us. Of course, the full game goes under. So uh, a winner for, who was it? Uh, Odds on. They go under seven and a half. So, so far, we have had, doing the quick math, nine results and still three to be determined. And we're keeping our eyes on a couple of them. Uh, Follow the money, rush hour, and us, Sean, Start with a loss. It's all right. Bounce back. Odds on betting across America, the edge, primetime action, the look ahead, and Wes Reynolds have all been victorious. Uh, Adam Burke and Hoops Peterson both waiting on the over in Padres Rockies. 3-2, bottom of the seven. Two outs. And Gill's show, a numbers game, 
needs under in D-backs, Giants. 3-0, top of the fourth. Yeah. So three three games still to be determined here yep. in the first night of the pentathlon. Tomorrow, a favorite and an underdog will be bet on. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> Sean's fired up. I love it. I am. I love so it. So before we put Brady Cannon to sleep. Yeah. Talk me through how we're going to approach Tiger. Do you agree with what I said? Um, Take 10 units, yeah, one I, unit on the winner all, I mean, I, I, two on the finish top 20, and well, seven to make the cut. So that way, if he makes the cut, you make money. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I wouldn't advise anyone to – like, if, if you bet a unit on a football game, mm-hmm. right, let's say just round it up, 100 bucks. All right. Um, I don't advise anyone to put $100 on Tiger to win this field. Well, I'm just saying, you're also covering that bet with the the twenty. Yeah, but I mean, you're also, and then you also, also you're also saying put seven units on Tucker to make the cut. Well, yeah, I, if I he makes that, the cut, then I mean, you you made I, what I, four units? I wouldn't advise anyone plus to really, your th- plus your, your your ten back. I'm not putting seven units on Tiger to win. You don't think Tiger's gonna make the cut? I the do, open? I do. But he I, made the cut at the Masters. I, I understand that, but I think you're not. And then curious. didn't he also make the cut at the? Uh, but people throw away throw around units a lot, and I just what I would do is if you want to take a flyer on Tiger to win, I would say like a tenth of your units. That's what I would say. I would not throw a full unit on Tiger to win. Well, I'm doing it based on the ratio of putting ten units into Tiger in the open. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess if you're looking at it that way, right. so well, that's so that's the context behind it. So here's the thing. Because if I want to bet $1,000 on Tiger in the open, oh dear that's how I would yeah. divvy it up. Um, I do think Tiger will make the he cut. He makes the cut, I'll make four. Right? So that's a good two days. Yeah. Minus 135 here. That's I thought he said it was pick, uh, even nine, to make the cut. Minus 135. Oh, that's the best price we can find? Mm-hmm. Minus 150 at Westgate. Um. Yeah, it was plus money not too long ago, but it is yeah. now minus one thirty-five. I just I, look. I don't and, have to bet it. I'm just asking. And like Brady, like yeah. what Brady said, he didn't want to be, you know, feel like he would be, you know, left out, so to speak, right? Because he did not clearly have a bet in 2019 on Tiger when he won the Masters. I just, for me, and I know it's a long shot, and he's arguably the greatest golfer ever, definitely the greatest golfer of this generation. I just don't know if he could do a four straight days. I probably won't get involved because I thought, as I was listening to Brady, that he said him to make the cut was even money. Well, I said it was around a pick'em, and then right. I, I looked it up. I mean, yeah, it is. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't get involved if if I got a later fifty cent for him just to make the cut. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do that. I'll just I'll watch. But I might get in. I might get involved with 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 Spieth and Shuffler. Okay. And then the thing is, is I feel obligated to bet Will Zalatoris because, like you know. <laughs> The first tournament you don't bet him, he's going to win. Like he's been right there in almost every event, right? And you know, the minute you give up on him, sort of like you in uh, Western Kentucky, you in uh, was it? What's his kid's name? Bailey Zappy. Yeah, Bailey Zappy. You know, the minute that you stepped off the platform, you know they delivered again. So I, know. I almost feel like obligated to bet Zalatoris. I mean, look. And, and like Brady mentioned, you know, thirty to one and a little bit higher here at Circa seems to be a fair price on a guy that has played very well this year, obviously. And there's some comparisons to be made between Augusta National and St Andrews. Yeah. And maybe that is uh, will carry over for Will Zalatoris. So yeah, I 
If you, I'll say this, and Aaron Ostar, producer, has been a Will Zalatoris, you know, backer. You got to keep rolling with it. And I know our good friend, Big Balls, Wilbo, was all in on Louis Oosthuizen and probably still is and never really has reaped the benefits of Louis because he's never won a major. Will Zalatoris, I feel like he got to. I just feel like you got to play him top 10 and top 20 as well because he's plus 300 top 10, plus 160 top 20. So at least you got to make it so that if he he finishes top 20, you at least make some money. Right. And I mean, look, he's made top 10 in in every major so far this year. Um, You know, he really go back. Is that just a bet then? Just bet Zalatoris top 10? Not bad. Top, you know, three to one. And then don't worry about if he wins it or not. You're gonna feel crazy oh, if he wins it. Sean, and you don't got something on the thirty just, to one. If you just just put something on him thirty to one because I don't want to hear you if he wins and you did not put it because then Sean, you know, Aaron's gonna be all peacocking. He's gonna be texting us all weekend long, like he did. What was that? The U.S. Open. We had vacation. And he didn't tell us about any of his plays, and then he's peacocking. It was like you with baseball bets. Yeah, I almost feel like I need to play J.T. Poston. You know, that's my guy. That's your guy. You know? I don't think he putts good enough, though. Like, Well, once again, uh, I always, uh, you know, Wes has been red hot, so we'll see if that carries over. Um, yeah. Has Wes come out with what he likes yet? Uh, well, they have the long shots tomorrow, so make sure to okay. check out the yeah, long shots podcast. That'll check be out, out tomorrow uh, later. Well, we've, uh, we've squandered a lot of the time, but let's just do a quick – we're going to do a quick little college football. And know. I've got some strong opinions, so this Bet, will probably we, take two, three segments. All right. Well, yeah. Two, three. Yeah, I've got some really strong opinions about Well, I know you like Texas. You know, you have no idea where I'm going and who I'm picking to win the Big 12. Okay, tell me who will. Well, let's start at the bottom and kind of. We need to start with Kansas? Yeah. Why? Because I think Kansas is a team that's going to be a covering machine. Okay. I don't think they're going to necessarily change like the overall record what they finish uh two and ten last year one and eight in the big 12 mm-hmm. i can see them winning four games I but i think they're gonna cover like they finished the year strong they were playing much better they were playing with much more confidence well coached man. i actually like Jalen daniels the quarterback they got a good running back in Devin neal and you know they got most of the defense coming back so you know their non-conference slate is tennessee tech and duke so at minimum, you think they're going to match their two wins by winning those two games. And I can see them winning two games in the Big 12 because I think the Big 12 don't go by historically who's good this year in the Big 12 because I think there are some teams that people are way too high on in this conference. Okay. He's getting, he's... In the power rankings, Texas Tech is ninth. Well, this is this now, is this right. is the coaches poll. Right. This is or no, so it's the media poll uh-huh. of people who cover the Big Twelve. So here's the fascinating part with them, and I, I know you're gonna love this. Zach Kitley. Yeah, he was Western the OC. So OC. that's the Houston Baptist guy yeah, that brought that's my guy. Zappy to Western Kentucky. The one thing generally at Texas Tech you don't have to worry about is having a, a competent quarterback. Because they seem to just produce those. You have finally a in state homegrown multiple high school champion head coach and Joey McGuire, who now is the head coach at Texas Tech. So you've got the full support of all the high school football coaches in Texas. I think Texas Tech will be a little better than people think. They got the uh, Oregon transfer down there. Tyler Shuck yeah. is, uh, is there. Yeah, I think Texas Tech might be a little better than people think. Okay. West Virginia's got JT Daniels. Yeah, they'll probably finish last. They lost their entire defense. Their entire defense transferred. Seriously. Yeah. Like, they lost almost all of them. I don't know what happened. I don't know if they didn't like the coordinator. You know, I don't really know. 
the situation, but most of their defensive guys transferred, and that's how they won games last year, was they were really good on defense, especially at home. Yeah, Neil Brown, I was uh, expecting some big things for Neil Brown when he was hired there, uh, but uh, hasn't hasn't bared the fruit just yet. We will see uh, how it all plays out. We started from the bottom, apparently. Uh, we will continue that at 1040 or 1145, but up next... We talk, we head to the NFC South, our summer conditioning on the New Orleans Saints. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare <laughs> 